0: Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. God. So, have y'all ever had that feeling of being inadequate or not the right person for the job? I remember feeling that way as I traveled home from the hospital with my firstborn, Ruth. In the passenger seat of the car, I kept on looking behind me the whole time, worried that we wouldn't do something right. I kept on yelling at Larry, slow down, slow down, even though we were on the BA and we probably shouldn't be going that slow, but I just didn't want anything to happen. I was worried and concerned and wanted to get it all right. That first night was a mess. Ruth and I slept in the living room, our dog Luna cuddled by us, and I just kept on praying that it would turn out okay. Kept on praying that I was the right person for this job. I'd had nine months to prepare for it, but I wasn't quite ready yet. And I bet that's what the disciples feel like within this moment as well. These verses serve as that piece of transition, a transition from the great teachings of Jesus during the Sermon on the Mount to the miracles and the healings that they were able to witness. The disciples now are transitioning into kind of that upper level class. They're in, you know, year two of discipleship and being able to learn more about what this means. And they're going into their class now which for us is chapter 10 but for Jesus is about the why of the mission. They've been able to see and experience all of these wonderful different things but Jesus doesn't want them to get lost in the why. Why is it that they are doing what they are doing? He doesn't want the purpose of the healings to get lost and so direct the crowd directs the disciples to look out over those that are gathered and to remind them, this is your why. This is why we go out. This is why we are sent. It's not up to Jesus to be able to do it all, though. He reminds the disciples that day of this and we are here to remind you of this message as well. We are all a part of that mission, a part of that why, a part of being sent out. Jesus was just one person. Granted, he was one person who was both God and human at the same time, so a different kind of one person, but still just one which is where the disciples and all of us come into the picture. We're not just gazers or sidekicks. Instead, we are active participants in the mission of God. This mission of creating space for all to belong just as they are so that God's love can be a part of transforming them. Now, the disciples' mission and your mission, it's seen as an eschatological event, something that's for the future time, but also for the now. It is God's act, and it's involving human workers rather than angels. As often happens for me as I was thinking about this message and and living into it this week A song came into my head and a hymn that I really think touches on each part of this mission that we are called into. And so you today, just as I've been telling you that you are a part of God's mission, you are also a part of Sarah's sermon you get to be an active participant today and so we're going to be able to sing along different verses of this hymn throughout this sermon you'll recognize it as our um, choir already sang part of it for us but susan's going to help me out so susan let's hear it please
1: here in this place new light is streaming now is the darkness vanished away See in this space, our fears and our dreamings, brought here to you in the light of this day. Gather us in the lost and forsaken, gather us in the blind and the lame, call to
0: You'll be able to see the verses in your bulletin for the other ones, but do you hear God's mission within that verse? Do you hear how sometimes we might be a part of the crowd just as much as we are a part of those being sent out? How we are each called, called by name, and that that calling awakens within us the mission that we were created To live out within the world. The disciples' mission is not necessarily a voluntary activity. Instead, it's initiated by God. It's God's act. And the disciples are chosen, authorized, and sent by God through Christ to be a part of sharing this love with the world. So the second verse of our song looks at this chosenness. And so I'd invite you to sing it along with me now.
1: We are the young, our lives are a mystery. We are the
0: of you, just as you are, are called by God. You don't have to fit into a certain box or check off any sort of credentials off of a list. You are called by God. You are called because of who you are and the way that you are will reach a new person in the world in ways that I can't. Who you are, your unique story, your quirks and your rough edges. It's all a part of the way that you will be able to connect uniquely to someone that is within that crowd. Someone who needs to know that they are a part of God's beloved. We don't need just young people. We don't need just old people. We don't need geriatric millennials as my new microgeneration is now being called. God wants you. So how do you hear God's calling? What are the ways that you listen to that voice? How do you affirm your chosenness? As a faith community, how do we open up space for people to be able to live authentically as who they are without having to try, like they're having to conform to us. You are enough. You are God's beloved and you are chosen. And it's within this belovedness that we understand how we are authorized for God's mission how we can claim that chosenness and allow it to fill us up to send us out into the world and so now let's sing verse three together
1: here we will take the wine and the water here we will take the bread of new birth here we will for the earth. Give us to drink the wine of compassion. Give us to eat the bread that
0: Now, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, often said about communion that we should take it as often as we can because it reminds us of our belovedness. It gives us that sense of authority because we are able to take that knowledge of who we are and transform it from being a place in our head to being how we live it out within our heart. That's why every time we gathered together for 13th Street, we had communion each time. That's why whenever we had compassion, dinner, worship together, we had communion each time. We needed that sacramental reminder that we were not only chosen by God, but we were authorized to go out into the world. Now, it's not an authority in order to have power and to be able to lord things over other people. It's an authority of knowing who you are, living that out, and carrying it to others that need to know. That authority does not rest with just us that are in these robes and stoles, but it rests with all of us. All of us that are gathered here, we all have the authority as God's beloved to be God's agents in the mission, to go out and to reach the crowd. Worship prepares us to be sent, prepares us to go out into that world. It doesn't invite us to stay here within this building or within these seats. That is not the mission. The mission is outside to the crowds. And our last verse reminds us of where that mission is as we sing it together.
1: Not in the dark of buildings confining, not in some heaven.
0: So y'all, you are chosen. You are authorized, and now you are sent. So where are you going to go? What are you being sent to do? I think about this, and I think of Joshua Payton. He's a member of our congregation, and he worked to pass the bar just to be able to open up a clinic for clients who needed legal help in navigating the legal process to be able to change their name as they lived more fully into their known gender. Through Joshua's mission, he has helped close to 100 families in just a year and a half of being open. He has lived into the mission of being chosen, authorized, authorized, and sent. Or I think of Vicki Langston and Nancy Day, who worked for stronger interfaith relationships by gathering folks of different backgrounds around tables to enjoy a meal and conversation at open tables. This time at open tables allows people to be able to educate one another and explore both similarities and differences within their different faith backgrounds. These women lived into the mission of being chosen, authorized, and sent. Or I think of Christopher McMurray, who built the blessing box in our North Park on 12th Street as his Eagle Scout project. The Blessing blessing Box is a mission that we can all be a part of to be able to help feed our unhoused neighbors by filling it up and allowing them to be able to choose what they'd like without having to fill out any sort of form in order to receive. Christopher lived into his mission of being chosen, authorized, and sent. And my family is living into this as well. It grieves me to be able to leave this faith community, a place that I have been for five years and where you welcomed three of my children. This move, though, it's God's move. It's a calling for us to be able to go and to be with a congregation that is fully reconciling, One that has a transitional housing program for those overcoming addiction. One that is across the street from a Baptist college. And one that understands that it's not sweet tea or unsweet tea, it's just tea, (laughs) y'all. It's scary, and it's definitely hard. And there's grief and anticipation and joy and tearful goodbyes. But our family is living into the mission of being chosen, authorized, and sent. So what about you? Jesus wasn't supposed to do it all. The pastors here aren't supposed to do it all. Our congregational leadership isn't supposed to do it all. There is a large harvest out there, but I'm a little bit more optimistic in that I think there's an equally large pool of workers. Now is the kingdom. Now is the day. Now is the time to take your place in the mission and to live out being chosen authorized, and sent. Thanks be to God. Amen.